Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Well, I think we finally get a, a, a chance to breathe as we go through the rest of this week. Just another busy Severe weather first part of this week. Uh, that front, though, that produced the severe weather weakens as it pushes off the eastern seaboard tonight. You're listening to Weather Insider Podcast for uh, Thursday, April 14th. And, uh, well, Melissa, another day. At this point, and we have to wait for all the reports coming in because I think there are some tornadoes that have not been counted to the official uh, to the official count, but it was mostly, I think we can clearly say it was mostly damaging winds yesterday. A lot of that. And actually it wasn't quite as far North. I know there was a lot of talk right. about having some extra cloud cover, some early morning wet weather that might've stole some of the energy from uh, some of the thunderstorms that developed later in the day. Yeah. Because, you know, oftentimes you have these lifting warm fronts and it's just along and south of that front. That's where you get a lot of directional shear and tornadoes. And I was concerned about that myself up to uh, you know central and, and southern uh, Illinois, central and southern Indiana. I really thought we were going to see tornadoes there. But I do think that that's probably what happened where you had a, too many clouds and rain in the morning that stabilized things. And by the time the thunderstorms got up there, it just wasn't unstable enough. But what we did have, though, is lots of damaging winds. And the worst of the storms seem to be across parts of Alabama, Mississippi, Arkansas. I know uh, city of Louisville now has a state of an emergency from all the damage they uh, suffered uh, last night, which was probably a tornado. Uh, right now, the Right now, the reported tornadoes, and again, it's preliminary six. I think there was more than that. I bet you when all things said and done, we're going to end up with, I don't know, 13, 14 yesterday. Not the number I thought. I mean, I, I really thought we were going to be in the 30s and 40s. It doesn't appear as though that happened, but the main threat was those damaging winds. Um, but that front is now weakening. And while there can be some severe weather today, it's isolated and generally in a smaller area. But that area that we are looking at does have quite a few people in it. We're yes. talking Philadelphia and uh, I believe New York City, correct? Yeah, Philadelphia, New York City, Hartford. I could see Boston. Um, I could see it down to D.C. I can see it, um, you know, but it's it's not a squall line. Yesterday, we had an organized line that everywhere that that line moved with, the, you know, and it was a big line, you had wind damage. That's why if you look at the reports from the uh, Severe Storms Forecast Center, um, you'll notice lots of wind because of that squall line. Today, the thunderstorms are isolated. The low-level jet, you know, yesterday we were looking at winds around 5,000 feet of, you know, 50, 65 uh, miles per hour. Today, I see lots of 30s, 35. I mean, it's enough that we can have some damaging wind gusts, but it's going to be an isolated line. It's going to be isolated thunderstorms, not a squall line that's organized. So that's why we should be looking at a much, much smaller area today. 
some welcome news and relief, hopefully, for a little while for some of those areas you mentioned that are so hard hit. Mississippi, uh, Alabama, Arkansas, it seems like week after week they've been in the threshold for that active weather. Yeah, four straight weeks. And and it looks to me that next week's a little different. But, uh, you know, the, the, the problem is is that front that we're, we're tracking goes offshore and there's another front that's going to be dropping south Saturday uh, in the Sunday. It comes through the Northeast. And, you know, as nice as it's been in the Northeast and Mid-Atlantic, it's going to turn chilly again Sunday and Monday. But that front's going to stall across the Southeast beginning Saturday. And, and, and that front is going to sit there. And while I, I, I don't think we're looking at a lot of severe weather, it does look like it's going to turn quite wet. From the, the middle and, well, let's say the southern Mississippi Valley toward uh, uh, the central Gulf Coast, toward the southeast, as we move into Saturday, Sunday, Monday, as the front stalls and there's a number of little pieces of energy that move along that boundary. So it is going to be turned quite wet in the southeast. It doesn't look like a lot of severe weather, but certainly there could be enough rain for some flash flooding with that, especially Sunday into Monday. And even you just talk about, again, all the weather that they've dealt with. There's a lot of towns, a lot of cities that are cleaning up right. from previous weeks. And so rain, obviously, you know, rain is a good and a bad thing sometimes, but uh, it certainly makes it more challenging to do some of that outdoor cleanup work and rebuilding that needs to happen. Okay. Meanwhile, um, if you get a chance, take a look at the snow cover this morning from mm-hmm from the Dakotas back into the Northwest. It's pretty impressive. I mean, here we are in mid-April, and you I mean some of the snow that you see on top of the mountain, not only in the mountains, but of course, there's a wide swath of snow across the Dakotas right now. And it actually, Melissa, it fell in an area that desperately needed it. Now, as I take this, there's lots of roads closed in North Dakota. And mm-hmm. in fact, I-94 is still closed from Jamestown uh, not to Billings, toward Glendive in uh, eastern Montana. That's a large chunk. I think it's about 340 miles of I-94 that's still shut down. There's not going to be much, if any, additional accumulating snow, but boy, the winds are going to be blowing around. Uh, and that means that, uh, you know, the blizzard really does continue into this afternoon. And that's one of the tough parts. I know Interstate 29, too, is also shut down from Fargo on north. And that road that is that still closed? Oh, is it still closed? I, I, I don't know. I, I, I know they, it was at one point. It was, so. Oh, it absolutely was. I thought they opened it, but I wouldn't be surprised if there were still problems on that road. And what I will say is that's that's not unique for that road. I've right. definitely heard of that happening quite a few times through North Dakota before. But I mean, you look at the Red River Valley where that drives through. That's one of the flattest places on Earth. So any little bit of wind can just keep on carrying snow for quite some Mm -hmm. way. And that's part of the issues that they've had. I've seen some of the video coming in of people trying to work around the snow drifts and it is quite impressive. It's several feet deep that they're trying to dig things out of. Minot, North Dakota, 30 inches of snow, Melissa. That is a lot of snow for them. That is a pretty dry place. That's an impressive amount of snow. And like you said, the moisture content of this is actually really beneficial. And what I will say, what is what I looking in the weeks ahead, they don't warm up real fast. So no, they don't. This could spell out real issues with flooding, but I don't think that's going to be the case because I think we're going to be able to hopefully get a little bit more of an ease of snow melt. Mm-hmm. And unfortunately, maybe not so great 
they're going to see possibly more snow from yep. another system working yep. in the West. Yeah. I mean, we have another We're not done system. yet. <laughs> We're not done. In fact, uh, this system comes into Northern California. There may be more snow in the Siskiyous and Northern and Central Sierra in April than there was in March. There's going to be more snow, I think, in the, in the Oregon Cascades, in the mountains of Idaho, and then in, into uh, Montana Saturday night. And then I think they can get a, a few more inches of snow, like you said, Sunday. And, you know, we're, a city like Bismarck, for example, their normal high is 55. They will get no higher than 33 degrees. And that happens on Monday. They're going to be in the 20s over the next couple of days. So that snow's not going anywhere. Yeah, no rapid snow melt, which, again, can be a good thing because it won't lead to rapid flooding. All right. Make sure you download the AccuWeather app. We'll keep you updated on storms and the blizzard and get ready. More snow on the way for the high plains. Thank you for listening to today's edition of Weather Insider. For the latest in breaking weather news, be sure to follow Bernie Reno on Twitter at AccuRaino. And be sure to subscribe, rate, and review all of our podcasts on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. 